Father, we thank you for this wonderful Christmas gift that we remember, that first Christmas gift when you sent your Son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus, we thank you for coming. We thank you for the eternal life, the eternal relationship we can have with you. We pray now that you would give us wisdom and insight into that relationship as we open up your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Excuse me here. What if we were to go around and ask people to fill in this blank? God is blank us. And imagine if we could get people just to not give the religious answer, the one that they've been conditioned to give, and not just to give the surface answer, the one that they know they should give. What if we could get people's real heart's opinions on, on this blank? God is blank us. I imagine that some people might feel that God is distant from us. And that's sad to me, to think that there would be people out there who would want a relationship with God, but would feel that he's distant, that he's perhaps even hiding. And it's sad to me to think that there are some people out there who would assume that that distance is perhaps God's fault. What might some other people say? Perhaps God is disappointed with us. We're all sinners. Every one of us has done things that we shouldn't have done. We have not done things that we should have done. How does God feel about us? Is he just up there shaking his head at us and saying, oh, I can't believe what they've done again? And if he is disappointed with us, what's our response? Are we going to be like Adam and Eve, who, when they knew that they had sinned, they tried to hide from God, as if God was angry and that Adam and Eve's best choice was to just try to keep some distance? Or perhaps some people take it even farther and suggest that God is angry with us that perhaps all that God wants to do is to punish us. Now, it is true, and perhaps we can all attest to this, that, that God does discipline those that he loves. But remember, when God disciplines us, it is for our good, that the result would be holiness and righteousness and peace. What if we were to ask God to fill in this blank? What if we were to search into his word and to figure out his heart's desire. Well, his word tells us how he would answer this, how he would fill in this blank. God's heart's desire is to be with us. We saw that in the verse that Bonnie just read, that visit from the angel, where the angel said to Joseph, Todd, I wonder if I could get you to do something back there with this. The, the verse was from Matthew 1.23, The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God doesn't want us to have to wonder how he feels about us or to wonder where he is. He wants us to know his heart's desire is to be with us. So he sent his son, Jesus Christ. Over the past few months, I've been working on a project where I've been looking into the Bible and trying to find all the occurrences of this blessing of God with us. And I've found so far more than 200 of them that God does not want to hide from us. God does want, not want us to feel that he is distant from us. He wants us to know his heart's desire is to be with us. But have you ever felt alone? Have you ever felt helpless? Have you ever felt like there are things that come your way and you are not capable in and of yourself to do them? And even spiritually speaking, do you feel sometimes inadequate in your relationship with God and feel like perhaps it's your fault? 
Well, I've been saying for the last few months that the biggest blessing that we have, the biggest blessing that God reveals to us in the Bible, is the blessing of God with us. And I kind of want to summarize my findings now from this project I've been doing by showing you two of the best reasons why I think that this blessing of God with us is the biggest blessing that we have in the Bible. So the first of these two reasons, and again, it's not working here. Maybe I'll just uh, give you a head nod. Um, when God is with us, he strengthens us for whatever comes our way. Um, and that verse up there, uh, that's, that has to do with the time where Moses had a really important job to do and felt that he was not up for it. What about you? Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like things come your way and you just say, I don't know how to handle that? Or have you ever proven that you don't know how to handle it? Have you ever met things in your own strength and seen how poorly it has gone? Now, that's the human condition. That's what it means for all of us to be fallen, sinful human beings, is that, truth be told, we don't have what it takes in and of ourselves to live the life that we were created to live. But if God is with us, what that means is that he strengthens us for whatever comes our way. So let me walk you through a few quick examples of this in the Bible. And the first one is here, in Exodus 3.11, where... God had asked Moses to lead the people out of Israel. But Moses didn't exactly feel up for the task. Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Could you imagine walking up to the king of Egypt and saying, Excuse me, Mr. Pharaoh, would you please let your slave labor force go for free? Moses did not feel up to the task, but look what happened in the very next verse, Exodus 3.12. The Lord said to him, I will be with you. What else did Moses need? Or similarly, Gideon was given a huge task. In in Gideon's day, Israel's enemies were suffocating them. God called Gideon to lead the people, but Gideon, Gideon didn't think too highly of himself. He reminded God of how he was from one of the smallest clans, and he was from... He was one of the weakest in his family, and he tried to remind God about how Israel had been abandoned into enemies' hands. But before all of that, God said to him in Judges 6.12, The Lord is with you, And I love this next part. Mighty warrior. Gideon could be called a mighty warrior, not because of who he was, but because of what would happen to him when the Lord was with him. And then moving on to the New Testament, we looked at this one last Sunday, but God had a huge task for Mary. And you think about Mary, and and most people suggest that she was probably a, a young girl, perhaps a teenager, unwed at the time, yet God's task for her was to be the mother of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when the angel came to her with that message, the message was this in Luke 1.28, the Lord is with you. And can you imagine how life-altering that message was from the angel? But Mary, I think because of that message, found strength just ten verses later to say, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. And these blessings in the Bible are not just for special people like Moses and Gideon and Mary. These blessings are the blessings that God wants all of us to know that are ours because of who Jesus Christ is. Because his name, Emmanuel, means God with us, it means that God strengthens us for whatever comes our way. So again, I ask you, have you ever felt weak or not up to it? Have you ever struggled to live your life the way that you know you should? I have I have lots of examples even this week of how things have come my way and I haven't met it the way that I should. But what I'm trying to do in those times now, and it's, 
I should be better at this than I am now, but I hope to get even better in the strength of the Lord. What I'm trying to do is to remember if anything comes my way and I'm feeling like I'm out of my strength, out of my patience, I've run out of my love, that I can remember that God is with me and if he is with me, he will strengthen me. Because in his word it says that God has prepared good works for us to walk around in and if he has prepared those for us, we can know for certain that he will be with us in them if we do them by faith. So this blessing of God with us is a blessing for God to strengthen us in all that he has for us. And then the second reason that I would like to suggest that God with us is the biggest blessing in the Bible is number two here. God is with us so that we don't have to be alone. I think loneliness is an awful feeling. Any of you ever felt that? Uh, Perhaps some of you are feeling it perhaps more intensely at this holiday season. Even sometimes, I remember as a single man feeling this this feeling of loneliness when I was with people. That sometimes that heightened my sense of being alone. In fact, I remember one of the most uncomfortable places for me to be sometimes was at church because I felt like everybody noticed that I came alone. Um, The blessing of God with us should be an encouragement. And let me show you one story in the Bible where we see this amazing blessing. In Genesis 39, we see Joseph, who was a great-grandson of Abraham, and therefore an heir to some of the most amazing promises in the Bible. But as we meet Joseph in Genesis 39, he had been sold into slavery by his brothers into Egypt and was doing a great job there, by the way, but then was wrongly accused and was thrown into prison. Can you imagine it? Being ripped from your home, ripped from your country forced into slave labor, wrongly accused, and thrown into prison. What what would go on in your heart? What might you think about God in those times? Well, look what it says about Joseph in Genesis 39, 19 and 20. But while Joseph was there in the prison, the Lord was with him. And what kind of an effect do you think that that had on Joseph? Just three verses later in verse 23, it says, The Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. And eventually God raised up Joseph to the second highest position in the land and brought him to the place where he could rescue the nation of Israel as they went through a great famine. God was with Joseph and God wants to be with us too. That is why he sent Jesus and gave him the name Emmanuel. God is with us too. And you see, we were in a situation that was much worse than prison. Every single one of us. The Bible says that we were dead in our transgressions and sins. And what can a dead man do to save himself? Because we couldn't save ourselves, God sent Jesus. And remember what the name Jesus means? It means the Lord saves. God sent Jesus to save us from sin and death. And he also gave him that name Emmanuel, meaning that we are not just brought out of death and placed into some sort of neutral area, we are placed into a relationship with the everlasting God, a relationship which is meant to last forever. Now think of it this way, in light of God with us. The Bible often talks about how we enter into that relationship with God, is that we are to die with Christ. Now that's kind of an interesting thought. The way that we get life is to die, but that's exactly the way that the Bible talks about it. And when we think about it, we were dead in our transgressions and sins. We were already dead. 
and the, the wise thing then to do when we hear the gospel message is to die to our sins, to give our life to Jesus Christ. And let me just show you a few verses in the Bible how it talks about this. We die with him and then we get new life. In 2 Timothy 2.11, if we died with him, we will also live with him. And then the next one in Romans 6.8, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Do you see the God with us language here? We die with him, meaning we turn our backs on our old way of life. We give our life to God, and in that transaction we receive new life, and that new life is with him. And then Colossians 3, 3 and 4 says it this way, For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. In Christ, we are dead to sin. We are alive, and we have eternity in glory to look forward to. But you know what? That blessing of being with God isn't just a blessing that we await in heaven. It'll be there. It'll be a, a wonderful blessing there. In fact, the end of the Bible tells us the story that there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. The curse will be taken away and we will reign with God forever. But the blessing of God with us is for us now. Because at the end of the Great Commission, do you remember that? When Jesus told his disciples to go and make disciples of all the nations, he said this at the end, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You see, we were designed for a relationship with God. That's his heart's desire for us. God has done all that is needed he sent his son, his son lived a perfect life, died on the cross for our sins, so that any who receive him receive forgiveness of sins and eternal life. But on our part, that takes faith. And I love this next verse from the Old Testament, probably my favorite one of the God with us verses from the Old Testament, Second Chronicles 15.2. The Lord is with you when you are with him. So by faith, we are to receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. And if there are any of you in here who have not yet done that, or if you're even wondering if you haven't yet done that, I remember when I first heard this message of God's desire to be with me in a 24-hour-a-day relationship that starts now, I remember thinking, I'm not sure if I've ever asked Jesus to be with me. But I said, God, I don't want to wait another moment before I do. And I said, God, I hope it doesn't offend you if I've already done this. But I want, I want to know for sure that Jesus is with me. And maybe that's where you're at right now. And I just, I just ask you to re respond to the invitation that God has given. He sent Emmanuel because his heart's desire is to be with you. But living by faith in Jesus Christ isn't just about that one moment of receiving Jesus. So for those of you who have already received Jesus Christ by faith, our life of faith is supposed to continue with him as we walk around with Jesus. As it says in Colossians 2, 6, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him or walk around with him. Our heart's desire should continue to be this desire to be with God. Isn't this great? His desire is to be with us. We should return the favor by seeking him. And like the psalmist says in Psalm 42, 2, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Well, praise the Lord, we have an answer to that question. When can I go and meet with God? We can meet with Him now. And, and it's not just because we're at church. 
It's because God has opened up the invitation for us to live life with God. The blessing of Emmanuel, the blessing of God with us is a life where we get to live with God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are said to take up residence in our hearts. When we know Jesus and when we continue to walk around with him by faith, we have a God with us life to strengthen us in whatever comes our way, to strengthen us in our weaknesses especially, and to be with us so that we know we are not alone. Again, I struggled with those feelings of of being alone, and I I have great sympathy for those of you who feel that way now. Uh, But even as I struggled through those times, I knew the blessing of God with us, and I often took comfort from that. I remember Psalm 23, which is one of those God with us chapters in the Bible. It starts off by saying in verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. And I, I remember thinking, a shepherd in those days would live with his sheep. And if the Lord is with me like that, then I have everything I need. Even though I may not feel like it, I know the truth is that God is with me to strengthen me. God is with me to be my comfort my help, my shield, whatever it is that is needed, God will give to us because he loves us and he wants to do life with us. And now, we're in a better spot than David was in Psalm 23 when he wrote that because we can look back and see not just the birth of Emmanuel, but we can see his death and his resurrection as well. And we can read God's word which tells us of his desire to be with us. And we know that the blessing of God with us is now and for eternity. Jesus is Emmanuel. God is with us to strengthen us. God is with us so that we need not be alone. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for the blessing of God with us. Thank you that you sent your Son. Thank you for forgiveness of sins and eternal life and eternal relationship with you. May we have great joy in that relationship even now as we trust in you to strengthen us for whatever we go through, and as we know that your heart's desire is to be with us. God, our heart's response right now is praise. We thank you for this amazing gift. And we pray it in the name of your Son, Jesus, Emmanuel, who you sent for us. Amen.